Good morning, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Dewey Show. I love you. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, thank you also to today's sponsors, AdamL.com and PainGlasses.com. Look, folks, it happens to the best of us. Uh, we, uh, we work too much. We are out too much, whatever the case is. Uh, and, and that causes things in the bedroom to slow down. And, uh, guess what? I've got something here that will definitely spice things up in your bedroom again. They're guaranteed to do so. Um, com has literally thousands of items to choose from. From sex toys to condoms to lubricants to underwear to outfits to anything that you can think of they've got literally thousands of items as i said and the greatest part of that is adamel.com is giving dewey show listeners an exclusive 50 percent off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping all you have to do is head over to adamel.com that is a-D-A-M-M-A-L-E dot com. And the offer code to use at checkout is DEWEY. That is D-E-W-E-Y. Along with everything else I talk about today, this link and offer code will be in the description of today's episode. Thank you so much to AdamL.com for sponsoring The Dewey Show. And uh, let's get into the news. Folks, I'm sorry, uh, the audio on this is a little bit messed up, but I promise you'll be able to hear everything, and it is a really good episode. Okay. All right, uh, everybody, welcome to uh, The Dewey Show. Today, I've got one of the best TikTokers in my mind that there is. Uh, <laughs> wow. He is... Uh, the rational boomer, uh, Mike. Where can everybody find you? Oh, it's pretty easy. Uh, on TikTok, it's uh, at rational boomer, spelled as it sounds. Uh, I have the Rational Boomer podcast. You can uh, click the click the link in my profile on TikTok. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Wherever the fuck you want to go, you can Google that shit if you want Rational Boomer podcast. And you'll find it. I do have a presence on Rational Boomer on Facebook, Rational Boomer on Instagram, and even now Rational Boomer on YouTube. So if you can't find me, you ain't fucking trying. There you go. So uh, Google Rational Boomer. And seriously, what I've done, uh, because the Apple podcast, they take up way too much goddamn space on my phone. Yeah. So I just deleted that and I downloaded Spotify. Everybody's going to be like, but I thought we were uh, mad at Spotify for paying Joe Rogan. No, I really don't care. It's more useful and easier for me. So that's the app I'm going to use. I will tell um, you something that's interesting about this. I never imagined. I don't own an Apple phone. But of all the platforms that the Rational Boomer is pod, the podcast is on, the Apple podcast is far and away the most listeners come from that. So apparently there's a lot of people with Apple phones that listen uh, so make sure you're on the platform because you're going to get to more people for sure yeah 
Uh, Rational Boomer is everywhere, like the Dewey Show. Uh, we're like uh, COVID right now, everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm spr- uh, You know, I've had people say that to me. You're spreading like a disease, and uh, I take pride in that. Uh, you should. Uh, I love his podcast. If you like my podcast at all, you'll love his because he uh, has a point and he just sticks to it. But I mentioned to Mike that I've got a surprise for him. Uh, yeah. and I, I wanted to unveil this. Okay. So uh, February 15th of 2022, TikTok is telling me that you added me as a mutual. I was already following you. Yeah. And uh, I said this, I said, uh, thank you for the follow, sir. You, Barrister, and a few others are the folks that inspired me to begin making videos on here. You'll never know how grateful I am to you for that. I have found a lot of friends and even some family on here uh, that love me for me. Uh, none, none of that would have happened if you never began making videos. My, Some of... Uh, there are members of my biological family that treat me horribly. I am happy to uh, have family members on here, so thank you for that. And you said this, and I loved your response. You said, thank you. Uh, you can build a family here. It appears you are, and you're on your way. To be honest, I have a few family members like that, and I don't like them either. Fuck them. That was your response. <laughs> and... To me, I, I loved how, because a lot of people, even if I don't bring it up, the gay thing, right? They always are like, well, a lot of parents don't like their gay kids or whatever. You didn't even say anything. You're just like, fuck them. You know, yeah. if they want to be assholes, fuck off. Well, you know, when, when people, when I've come across people, I, I've had this situation before where people will talk about the transgendered folks or gay folks, and they go, I just, I can't tolerate that. It's against the Bible. It's all this other bullshit. Usually what I ask them at that point, you know, it might be a couple or a guy I know who's married. And I go, while we're on the topic, so what are you and your wife into? I mean, in the bedroom, what kind of freaky, crazy shit are you into? What kind of things do you guys do sexually? And and they'll always say, well, that's none of your business. And I say, fucking exactly. So back that, off. That's that's a perfect way to, to do that. Because uh, the latest poll on this anyway, Mike, a majority of, Mer- of America, even the Mormon church came out and they're like, look, Leave it the way it is. Fuck shit. It, it's fine the way it is. Don't fix what's not broken kind of thing. Um, and the people that come at me and they're like, you know, you being gay means you're going to hell. And uh, I said this. I was like, well, uh, if you know anybody who's cheated on their spouse, they're going to hell because that's in the, literally the same paragraph that the man lay with mankind thing is in Leviticus. So if you cheat on your spouse, you're going to hell according to this. these people. Uh, if you wear a polyester or a cotton blend shirt, you're going to hell according to this. If you eat shellfish, you're going to hell. So, I mean, if heaven doesn't have shellfish and plaid and gay folks, it doesn't sound that no, it doesn't sound that fun. <laughs> you, know, you know, the thing is, is, uh, you know, you got everybody, people. Uh, what's, what's that phrase in the Bible? Thou shalt not 
judge lest you be judged. Why are all the fucking religious people so judgy? I mean, that in itself is against the the teachings of the Bible. I'm I'm so fucking annoyed by organized religion and all these people telling me what the Bible meant. These aren't the smartest folks in the world. I don't listen to people that that are dumber than me. So I I just kind of blow them off. I... (laughs) You know, you you could pick anything in the world to not like somebody. I mean, I could say, I don't like people with blue eyes. Now, that would be pretty fucked up because my wife has blue eyes. But, I mean, that's that's really the essence of what we're talking. You're gay. You're black. You're who cares? Who fucking cares? Yeah. And, I mean, it's gotten so extreme because of the the, we talked about the uh, they call themselves the a loud majority or the silent majority, but they're the loud minority. Uh, the Marjorie Taylor Greens and Lauren Boberts who are openly supporting Christian nationalism. Uh, here's my thing, okay? Uh, so religiously, I uh, believe that there's something greater than us. I don't know if it's a man or woman. I don't know if it's a turtle. I don't know. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I do know, but uh before all of this started happening even after uh i went to a pastor a local pastor and he told me that i needed i I went there for solace because my grandma had just died of lung cancer and he started talking about my sexuality and how i could overcome it because he met a guy in new york who was gay listened to him preach and after that happened he was no longer gay because he prayed to God. The moment, I, the, the moment he said that, you should have said, uh, I'm out of here. I'm not going to this church anymore. I refuse right. to fucking even talk to you because you're an idiot. Well, I did. I uh, did. I've never set foot back in that church and I never will. Uh, yeah. All right, folks, uh, let's take a quick break really quick to acknowledge uh, one of today's sponsors, Payne glasses.com folks that is p-a-y-n-e glasses.com pain glasses.com they sell high quality uh eye gla- eye and sunglasses for a very affordable price i'm telling you folks this has changed people's lives including my own i went into my local eye doctor uh and by the way i don't know what your health insurance is, but uh, mine covers one eye doctor visit per year. They pay the whole thing. Uh, you would, you could probably check into that. But what I do is I go to the eye doctor. They look at me. My insurance pays them, and then I tell them print off my prescription, and then I go to painglasses.com and I get myself a, a new set of glasses and a new set of uh, prescription sunglasses. A, a new set of uh, prescription eyeglasses and i'm i'm telling you folks uh when i say that they get make quality glasses i'm not kidding uh and with them the great thing about painglasses.com is that you don't have to sacrifice quality for a good price they sell high quality frames uh high quality uh sun and eyeglasses um, on their website for factory cost, folks. They're they're changing the world with this, helping people 
not have to pay $500 to get transition lenses. The other day, uh, <clears throat> because I recently got sponsored, I was given a credit, and I used it, and I bought myself a pair of, uh, a third pair of glasses, because now I've, I, I have the clear ones, I've got the dark ones, and then in the mail is will be the uh, transition ones. And they're all the exact same pair of glasses. So for the clear lenses, after uh, taxes before shipping, folks, it was $9. That's it, $9 for my glasses plus shipping. And when I got my sunglasses, folks, that was... Uh, $22, I believe, uh, before shipping, after taxes. My transition glasses were $66. Um, and I'm telling you, they're the best glasses I've ever owned. I believe in this company so much, I reached out to them, not the other way around. I said, hey, will you please uh, consider working with the Dewey Show? And they were kind enough to do that. And I'm very proud to have painglasses.com as a sponsor of today's episode all right let's get back into it but like i don't even know what to call myself now because if i say christian mike it's like everybody's gonna be like oh fuck you're a part of the people the crazy small group what they have done is, is they've taken the christianity this small group of fucking nazis they've taken christianity broken it up into pieces uh, into things that are palatable because I mean Marjorie Taylor Greene her husband and her are getting divorced so she's going to hell for that according yeah. to to them she cheated on her husband with the CrossFit guy allegedly so she's going to hell for that as well uh, but like those the, the small amount of Christians that are like that have overtaken and they've they've grabbed and they've bastardized Christianity. They've done the same to the American flag. We're slowly but surely taking back our flag. But uh, I had a, just for fun, a little skull made of, it's the shape of my face, and it had a back, you know, when I have longer hair, I part it right here and uh, comb it over and someone, I, I use that as my profile picture because a really dear friend made that for me. And um, I put that as my profile picture. And then uh, because it was Pride Month, I put like the background was a pride flag. And right. someone messaged me and was like, hey, uh, I'm just letting you know you should look up what that means. And a skull on the pride flag. And I'm just like, I don't even fucking know what to do at this point. Like, what have they, what have they not taken and bastardized to the point that if someone sees it, they get offended by it or something. And it's just like, you know, you're, you're kind of walking on a razor's edge at this point. I, but I, I will fucking die before I let them, that those people take over the American flag, because this is what America in my mind should, should stand for Mike. And I want to ask you what America sh uh, should stand for in your mind. Personally, I think that it should be, hey, if you need help, come over here. We'll help you. If you need food, come over here. We'll help you. If you're being uh, repressed by a dictator, come over here. We'll help you. 
it doesn't matter about the skin color, the religion, any of that. None of that should be a factor. They should be brought here, let in, and let them integrate into our society and pay taxes. There's no that's fucking dumb to turn people away. Yeah, it is. I th- I think that uh, probably the best quote I've ever heard from a uh, religious leader. And again, I've said before I don't join clubs run by humans trying to tell me what God or the universe or the higher power is telling us. I I'll just go directly to the higher power, which I do on a daily basis. I believe in the higher power. I don't believe in clubs. But there is one religious leader that said something that said it all pretty much. It was the Dalai Lama uh, from Buddhism. And somebody said, you know, not knowing anything about his religion, they said, uh, explain your religion. And he said, my religion is very simple. And he says, it's simply be kind to one another. And that's it. And frankly, if you took that to heart and you actually did that, it would pretty much cover every one of the Ten Commandments and all the tenets of the Bible. The problem is, is these organizations want to judge people and they want to exclude people and they want, I mean, let's be perfectly honest, more people have died from religious wars than anybody in the history of this world. That should tell you something. I agree. Well, I mean, it's not whether I agree or disagree. That's just a fucking fact. It is a fact. That's what started Probably, what would you say? I I would say 95, maybe even higher percent of our wars. It's that or oil, one of those two things. Yeah, it's it's, it's either religion or greed for power or money or resources. They send send, uh, young kids, men and women, out to fight these wars, and these, uh, these young people typically don't have a dog in the fight. They were just forced into it by, uh, you know, old white men, which is why I think we should be ending the era of old white men. Being an old white man, I think I can say that. Well, uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm saying like uh, right now, uh, you remind me uh, a lot about my, uh, you remind me a lot of my dad uh, because my dad is, very just no nonsense and common sense, right? Like in 2016, uh, he uh, voted for, uh, he wrote in someone, I think, I, I think it was, there was a shooting in El Paso around that time. And then the he liked the way that the police chief handled it. I don't remember if it was El Paso or somewhere else, but he wrote him in. But he liked what Donald Trump was saying, but knew that it was impossible for him to uh, commit to all the things he was promising, to deliver on all the things he was promising. And, I mean, if, you know, we could get more jobs here like Trump was talking about, great. Uh, But his common sense would not allow him to vote for a con artist. And uh, my mom is the very same way. Like, she supported Trump up until recently. Um, her, I, I've, I've always resisted. Give me her I number. Guess. Give me her phone number. I'll straighten her out. Oh, no, 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 brother. I already got that done. Okay, good, I, good. We had a talk and she said, Donald Trump. So she's like, I fucking hate that guy. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, wow, damn. And it was over a commercial because 
that that Evan McMullen, who is running for Utah Senate against Mike Lee, who's also uh, probably involved in the insurrection. Yeah, he's a piece um, of shit. Mike Lee is yeah, a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. But uh, to to you, uh, you said America should simply just be kind to your neighbor type of thing. Be kind to the people in this country. Be kind to the people coming to this country. I mean, I always love how the Republicans say, well, these brown people are coming and taking our jobs. Well, we've got a shortage of workers right now. Maybe we should let them in so all these corporations and companies can fill out their rosters with employees and they can get back to doing business as they as they have. You know, it's 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 ironic that that they're worried about the drugs and the guns and the crime coming across the border. Yet this Republican Party in the House now wants to abolish the ATF. Apparently, they're okay okay with guns and tobacco and drugs here in this country. They can do whatever they want. Just don't be brown people coming across the border. Well, uh, yesterday I was talking about two things. I reported on the congressman that uh, threw a little hissy fit because he lost the election. So he went and shot up Republican, right. Republican, or excuse me, Democratic houses. He was a Republican, is a Republican, and uh, he he shot around a room where a ten year old girl was sleeping. So I gave my opinion on that. I said this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Lock him up. Throw away the key. Um, and then I reported on uh, a case where. A woman, I'm I'm sorry, a child, a 16-year-old child mother uh, and her newborn were shot execution style along with a 65-year-old woman and others. And anyone who hurts the vulnerable, like uh, the elderly, the children, infants, like, obviously... Hurting anyone is bad, but like doing that is going way too far. And I just, I, I was so pissed at reading this and I was looking up at these pictures of my beautiful little niece and I thought about her and I just blew up and I was like, we fu- fucking set them on fire for all I care. Yeah. The fucking people that did it, you know, killing a baby. But think about this. It would be so much easier if we allowed immigrants to come in here in an easier way rather than make them wait 15 to 20 years. That is just egregious. I mean, come on. They should be able to come here and maybe report to the FBI or maybe Homeland would be better office every month and just be like, look, I'm making money. I'm doing my part as I promised. And then if they don't uh, start showing up to the check-in then uh you know they can be deported after so many times i don't know well here's what you have to understand dewey is that when you're talking about trump lafox the republicans donald trump the administration whatever 
everything they do is about fear. This is how they control yeah. people. And they make these people afraid. They're afraid of the brown people coming across the border. They're afraid of the Democrats. They're afraid of the FBI, the DOJ. They're afraid of everybody. And this is how they rally these people. These people aren't very bright. They believe everything they're told. And then they become fearful. And that's how they become radicalized. Uh, if you have to instill fear in your followers, you're a fucking cult. You're not right. an organization. You're not a political party. I agree with that. Um, I agree with that a, a, a lot. So, again, that's not whether I agree or disagree. That's just a fact. It's just a fact. Um, but we we spoke a little bit about the debt ceiling on your, your podcast. Right, right. And uh, I brought it up again how it was unconstitutional. I brought it up in yesterday's episode as well. Um, and you you agree that it's unconstitutional no uh, for them to default on our loans? Right, absolutely. And I just don't think it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's saber-rattling. There is no way the Republicans are going to push it to that extent because they stand to... to uh, suffer with this as much as middle class and the Democrats do. This is basically, you know, it's like when you go in and negotiate for something, you come in real high and you'll settle for something lower. So this is what right. they're doing. They're instilling fear like they do. And they say, well, okay, we won't do that, but I need this. And sometimes the Democrats fall for that. What they should do is hold strong and say, fuck yourself. Yeah. I, dare you to do it because if you do it that is the end of the republican party 20 hey folks uh thank you for listening so far into this podcast let's take a time a little bit of time to uh thank one of today's sponsors adammel.com folks adammel.com will spice your sex life up i'm not even kidding in fact they are guaranteed to AdamL.com has literally thousands of items for you to choose from. Things like sex toys, condoms, lubricant, dildos, uh, so many, so, so, so many things to choose from. And the greatest part of that is, is if you go to AdamL.com and use the offer code DEWEY, that's D-E-W-E-Y, at checkout, you will get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. That's adamel.com, A-D-A-M-M-A-L-E.com. The offer code to use that at checkout is D-E-W-E-Y. Along with everything else I talk about today, this link and offer code will be in the description of today's episode. Thank you. 24 will be a gimme for the Democrats. So fucking go ahead, do it. Right. Uh, I, I look like you said, I'm on your podcast, by the way, go listen. If you're just tuning in or not paying attention up until now, uh, the rational boomer podcast, it's spelled just the way that it uh, sounds, uh, whatever your favorite podcast, uh, engine, I guess, is, is just type them up and you'll find them and you'll find them there. Um, you want to so, hear an old man that swears a lot and deals with liberal issues. I'm your guy. 
he's cool as fuck too. I mean, he talks about <laughs> like uh, not just politics. You're, I, I like that you don't have a roadmap with your podcast. It, it can be podcast one minute and then the next minute talking about the time that uh, you know you went in and you were handed a piece of paper to read the news on the radio and you Elvis died, look at yeah. the paper and it says Elvis Elvis died and you push we're the mute all. button and you're like are you fucking kidding me like what's going on is this real <laughs> well you know that was kind of the, the, the whole thing with TikTok and the podcast was kind of a test you know you saw what happened what people do on TikTok and I said you know I'm not going to compromise here I'm not going to change my style I'm not going to change the way I talk I'm not going to do any fancy edits if I want to talk about this now or something different later that's just what I'm going to do I was going to let the chips fall where they may do what I want to do and see if I can get any attention from it well fortunately on TikTok I did and by way of TikTok I got people come to the podcast and I'm not going to change anything I'm just going to you know, I'm I'm the kind of guy that shoots from the hip anyway, so I, I don't plan anything. I just fucking do it. Well, and I mean, two hundred thousand people, over two hundred thousand people, like that. So, uh, I mean, I'm as surprised as anybody. And and you know, when I talked to my my son, asked me how many followers you got. I said it's like two hundred thousand. He says two hundred thousand views. I go no followers. He goes, what the fuck? Who would follow you? But this is my kid. You know, he's heard this stuff 24 hours a day all his life. So it's no big deal to him. Well, I'm his dad, I, so I don't know shit. Yeah, I mean, like, we're, we're all, you know, kind of like that. I mean, to a point, you know, but yeah. like it, it, it would you have to think about it. Like, what if it was your dad, you know, talking oh. about politics? Would you be like, oh, I'm going to tune into that? You're going to be like, fuck no. Uh, he does it all the time anyway. Well, I had a different <laughs> circumstance with my father. My father, this is why I have so much disdain for Donald Trump. My my father was kind of a smaller version of Donald Trump. He was pretty well off, and he was a narcissist, a sociopath, and a pathological liar. So everything I see Donald Trump do i've lived it all my life so i can recognize it easily i know exactly what donald trump is going to do and how it's going to end up my father passed away recently he was a very wealthy very well thought of very successful guy he died in a one-bedroom apartment in his recliner chair in his underwear alone that's what happens to these people and that's what will happen to donald trump well i'm sorry to hear that your dad was like that uh, something and with helped uh, uh, polish you into a really good person, though. I mean, I had a good working. mom. I had a, I had a good mom, and I'm not stupid. Well, you know, everybody says my dad did this. This is why I did that. Listen, when you become an adult, you know the difference between right and wrong. At For that sure. point, it's your prerogative to pick right or wrong. And if you pick the wrong route, you can't blame it on your parents. You're a fucking adult. I agree with that. I definitely do. Um, so when I graduated high school, my dad, uh, he, he's like an ex he, okay. So when you go out into the oil field, uh, there's a company that owns the ground and, uh, the oil and mineral rights. Right. Um, my dad represents that company and 
So whatever he says goes on that location. And anyway, uh, when about seven or no, it was more like 12 a year before I graduated, he floated me this idea. Hey, what if we start this business? And I did. Uh, once I graduated on a Friday and then I started work on a Monday uh, with uh, with my dad's help. And he told me this. He he said, look, uh, I, I going to, I'm going to give you some advice because you're going to make more money than you are going to know what to do with. And as a young person, you really need to hear my advice on this. And, you know, in one ear, out the other type of thing, I blew every cent that I ever made with that company. And I look back now and I'm just like, why not? Why did I not listen to my dad? Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're fortunate enough to have a father that will give you good advice. I mean, when you started to say you went into business with your dad, I, I thought immediately, don't fucking do that. I, I, I kind of did that with my father because he had money and he wanted to do it. Well, it was the biggest mistake of my life. And I didn't make a lot of money, so I didn't have the opportunity to blow it. So you beat me there. Well, I mean... I wish we could somehow could have split the difference, you know. <laughs> it would so, have been nice. Yeah, I mean, but he bailed me out one time uh, with it. Uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to bail you out one time. He did, and he said, but I'm telling you, if you come to me again, uh, because at the time uh, he lended me the, the money to start it. Uh, well, he lended yeah, you lended me the money to start it and helped me get in contact with the right people out there. And um, I paid him back for it. Uh, it took a, about 10 or so months before I got my first check from the co uh, company. They take forever out there. And it was it was a big check. So, you know, I cut it in half and gave him half of it. And then, anyway, he owned 51% of the company and he told me this. He said, look, if you come to me again saying, look, I can't afford to run this, I said, I'm not bailing you out again. I will dissolve the company with my 51% or I'll sell it to someone else. And you could just deal with them. And uh, once it ended, uh, we were both kind of on mutual agreement that was like, you know, it's probably best for our relationship if this just doesn't continue. But yeah, he, he's a very good father and a good man. And I don't, know why i didn't listen to him but because you're a kid you, know, you were a kid that's why you didn't listen kids don't listen to their parents yeah and one of his things is you know live below your means kind of thing it's not yeah. you, you know always have some savings and i mentioned to you that uh i fixed this alternator in his car and i didn't plug a cord in correctly and it fucking messed up some of his wiring and sensors and all this other stuff so uh i tur i turned maybe a 600 job into a 1900 job and i went and picked seth up and i asked him i i he was just cool cool hand luke about it you know just like shit happens that's the way it is and i just finally asked him i was like please scream at me please like i would be furious over this probably he's like no you wouldn't because you didn't mean to do it and I was like, I guess so, but like, still don't hold that in kind of thing. And 
you know, anyway, uh, he's like, I'm not going to yell at you because I'm not mad at you. But maybe I could ask you some advice. What do I do to make that up to him? Because uh, he's, well, I, I don't know. Well, first of all, you got to stop agonizing over this shit. People are so worried that they're going to make mistakes, that they're indecisive. And uh, you're better off making the wrong choice than making no choice. Because with a wrong choice, you can learn something, step back and say, okay, I'm going to do it this way. There's always an angle around it. But if you make no choice, you're just sitting stagnant. I, le I learned when I was very young that getting emotional and getting upset works against you. I was a young man and I'd get mad at stuff and I'd scream and yell and do all that stuff. But you know what? When it was all said and done, I fucked it up more by getting emotional. So what I did is I said, okay, if that's, that's bad, I'm going to change my ways. Now, people will always say, I can't change my ways. I'm just this way. Well, understand the way you are right now, you trained yourself to be that way. So theoretically, you should be able to train yourself to be different. And that's what I did. I forced myself not to scream and yell, not to get emotional, not to get excited. And everything works out better. And now after a period of time of doing that, it's just automatic. I don't yell and scream. I don't get excited. I know one way or another, I'm going to get around this. That hurdle that you just had, maybe minimal compared to what's up in front of you. And if you're going to freak out about everything that goes wrong, you're in for a fucked up life. You're better off just saying, okay, I'm going to relax. I'm going to handle it and get through it uh, because you always do get through it. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people will say, okay, this is a big problem. My life is going to end. And I'll tell you, that's not true. I'm 62 years old. I've had every trial, tribulation, tragedy, bullshit happen to me. Times when I thought I could never get out of it. Times that I thought would end everything. But here I sit at 62 in a comfortable position, in a happy life, doing what I want to do. So if something confronts me now, I'm not going to say, oh, the end is near. Because I've already spent 62 years of my life finding out the end isn't near. $1,900 is a lot of money, but it's really not a big deal in the scheme of things. It's not worth getting in an argument with your significant other, maybe saying shit that you don't mean, because that whole issue is way more important than $1,900. Right. Well, when I, when I so asked straighten him, up, Dewey, for Christ's sake, <laughs> you're right. I mean, I, I hope that my, uh, health insurance, uh, covers this i hope that it does see see if it, uh if they take rational boomer please you help me more than in in that little bit of time than a therapist has in six fucking months yes yeah. that's good advice i mean i've got a lot of folks who kind of identify with my worry and my you know freaking out over every little thing and they're asking me for advice. So I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, if, don't you think I would be chilled out if I knew? But that is good advice. And you're right. You can change yourself because I use a kind of a small example of this. Uh, whenever uh, my brother, my little brother, whom today we're best pals, I love his little babies, and I walk the whole earth barefooted for any of them. He, uh, would 
uh, he would taunt me and eventually I'd snap and then it would end up with, with him, uh, get, you know, crying. And then my dad would always say, look, you're bigger than him. If you, uh, do this, the if he lands the wrong way at all, it could kill him. And I didn't listen to dad that went on for about four or so more years until he fell off of the trampoline and, uh, we weren't angry with each other or anything. It, it was just an accident. And he landed very awkwardly on his head. And he's he, he was totally fine afterward. It just rung his bell. And he, was, he had a concussion. And that fucking woke me up like a wet cold water or cold water to the face. And I began to allow him to just continue to agonize me and agonize me and I would not hurt him no matter how bad it would, how bad it got. When I wanted to start, you know, wailing on him, I had a rubber band and I would snap it on my wrist as much as I needed to. Uh, and I, I changed. And eventually he got to the point where he's stronger than his older brother. So he'll whip my ass if I tried now, but now I you mean, won't fuck around. You'll fuck around and find out. As well. You know, the thing, the, thing, the thing about it is is emotions are a good thing, but they should only be used for good things. People are meant to control their emotions, not their emotions to control them. And when your emotions control you, that's where anxiety comes in. I know a lot of people that struggle with anxiety, and I feel a little guilty because I don't have any anxiety. I, I don't worry about shit. And it's based on me changing my mindset to not get excited about things, to understand that I'll get through just about anything that confronts me. Um, so because of that, I have uh, the one superpower that I think everybody should have, and they could use this as a mantra, is I don't give a fuck. I mean, if somebody comes at me, you know, I, I've had I've seen people on TikTok get ridiculed from their posts and they're coming on crying. Oh my God, they're so mean. (laughs) I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. You can be mean to me. I mean, I'm putting myself out there. I should expect people to be mean to me and I don't really give a shit. I don't care what other people think because even if you do care what people think and try to change to get them to like you, they still don't like you. So what's the point? Take the people that like you and disregard the people who don't like you. Right. I I mean, uh, I thought to be honest with you, uh, Mike, I thought it was going to be so fucking hard to get that first negative comment. Right. And, uh, God, I don't remember the exact comment, but it was making fun of my stutter. It yeah. went like dur, 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 uh, uh, dur, dur, something like that, and I just uh, put under his uh, comment, I just put laughing faces because it it just bounced off. I didn't give a shit because right. it's like I don't know this guy and he or or girl. It was user social security number, you know, and uh, the. Uh, it, it's just so much better. Like if you can apply that to literally everything, like obviously there are things that you need to care about and stuff, but not to the point that you're pulling your hair out about it, you know? No, I mean, especially with something like this, you know, 
I, I, I don't always read all the comments, but my wife will see it every so often. She'll go, do you know what this guy said about you? And I go, what? And she'll tell me and she'll be upset about it. Doesn't that hurt your feelings? No, it doesn't. I'm not here to 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 be emotionally connected to some people. I'm here to do the job, say what I got to say. And if it does some people some good, great. Some people don't like me. Fuck, get in line. I got a lot of people that don't like me. I don't care. Well, 200,000 of us, over 200,000 of us <laughs> think that you're fucking awesome. So, Well, well there, you, there you go. If I have 10 people that say I suck, that I'm old, that I'm balding, you know, I got this thing. People, the thing that annoys me the most, I got this thing on my nose here, this little spot. And everybody comes on and they go, God, you got cancer. My uncle had that. You're going to die. Oh, Jesus. You, you you don't think I had this thing? It's a vascular thing. It's I think I you know, I had some <laughs> zit on there one time, and I popped it, and I'm old, so my skin discolored. But that that annoys me. But it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't really give a fuck. I got right. two hundred thousand people that do like me, so fuck them. Right, and uh, like I I was listening to your podcast, and you do have sponsors and stuff on there, commercials, I would say. But um, once we're done with this podcast, uh, let's let we if you have the time, we should uh, in the podcast and then talk about me help me helping you get uh, yeah, some sponsors. Yeah. I'm open because to that. You could be. I, I, I everybody that I've talked to about this agrees. The amount of work that you put into your podcast and your TikToks, like. Uh, I know that you're probably in the creator fund. I don't know. It's not my business, but I, I, yeah, I know that I definitely know that you need to be making money off your podcast, you know? Well, um, you know, you know, one, one thing I will tell you about that. You say I do have sponsors. Don't really have a sponsor. The only sponsor I've ever had on the show was, was anchor, which is where my podcast is. And there they'll throw you a bone every so often and say, Hey, be an ambassador is basically saying, Hey, I do my podcast on, on anchor. You should too. And and they'll pay you a little bit of money. I'm in the creator fund on TikTok. I have a lot of views every month, but the amount I make is minimal. You know, at most I may make a uh, hundred, 150 bucks a month. That's not a lot compared to the time I put in, but I'm fortunate. You know, there, there are people when you're going through your life, you might, might be thinking the same thing if I could just do what I wanted to do and not worry about keeping the lights on or feeding my family, that would be a dream job. And while I don't make a lot of money from the podcast or TikToks, I am in that position, fortunately, because I'm older, I'm retired, I have a pension, I have other sources of income. So I get to do the podcast and the TikToks without worrying about making money. So my right. intent is never to really make money. I will never be one of those people that ask people to send me money or stuff. I won't join Patreon because why would I ask people to pay for something when I'm willing to give it to them for free? Well, I mean, I I, I can understand that, but there, there are brands. Uh, I'm working with uh, painglasses.com right now. They're the newest. Uh, these glasses here. Uh, their prescription, and uh, I think uh, after before shipping, they cost me nine dollars, and so they're really good quality. And I reached out to them and I said, "Let's work together." And they're like, "What's your fee?" And I just threw a number out there, and they're like, "All right, perfect." And we'll talk more about that after the show. But uh, I, 
I know, like I, I've got, uh, I did a one-off with uh, Scentbird, so I've got contacts there. Uh, I got a, did a one-off with Manscaped. I've got a uh, contact there. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this uh, after. But yeah, absolutely. I you know I the only thing I would do on the podcast to make money is to run an ad, uh, and it would and it would be an ad. I, that's why I have my show the way it's set up. I have a half hour, a break, and a half hour. And if I can do it without being too intrusive into the podcast, I'll do it. And you know I'm a capitalist. I've been in business for myself. I've made my share of money, and I'm willing to make more money. But I'm not willing to do it if it's going to turn off the listener, because that's, you know, really my pay is the followers on on, on TikTok and the consistently growing of my podcast. That's the, that's the the payment to me. I give them something; they give me their attention. I'm good with that. That said, I will be open to making money if the situation is right. Uh, so my iPad is at 12%. So that means I've got to do last call. That okay. means the last, last, uh, last question for you. Um, other than set, set the birth of your children, meeting your wife and marriage and all of that stuff involving your family to the side. And uh, with that said, what is the greatest memory that you have that you're willing to share? Hmm. Well, there's one that kind of ties into what you excluded there. And that is the birth of my granddaughter. She is easily the greatest human being I've ever met. I love that kid. She brings me complete joy. Uh, every time I see it, and I tell people, I said, don't chase money, don't chase material things, chase joy. If you get joy, then you'll get the other shit. Uh, but in terms of, you know, I've, I've been fortunate. I've had a lot of things. I've had some success in business. Hey, folks, uh, thank you for listening so far into this podcast. Let's take a, time, a little bit of time to uh, thank one of today's sponsors, AdamMail.com. Folks, AdamL.com will spice your sex life up. I'm not even kidding. In fact, they are guaranteed to. AdamL.com has literally thousands of items for you to choose from. Things like sex toys, condoms, lubricant, dildos, uh, so many, so, so, so many things to choose from. And the greatest part of that is, is if you go to adamel.com and use the offer code DEWEY, that's D-E-W-E-Y, at checkout, you will get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. That's adamel.com, A-D-A-M-M-A-L-E.com. The offer code to use that at checkout is D-E-W-E-Y. Along with everything else I talk about today, this link and offer code will be in the description of today's episode. Thank you. I've had some failures in business. All right, folks, uh, let's take a quick break really quick to acknowledge uh, one of today's sponsors, PainGlasses.com. Folks, that is P-A-Y-N-E Glasses.com. PainGlasses.com. They sell high-quality uh, eye and sunglasses for a very affordable price. 
I'm telling you folks, this has changed people's lives, including my own. I went into my local eye doctor, uh, and by the way, I don't know what your health insurance is, but uh, mine covers one eye doctor visit per year. They pay the whole thing. Uh, you would you could probably check into that, but what I do is I go to the eye doctor, they look at me, my insurance pays them, and then I tell them, print off my prescription, and then I go to painglasses.com, and I get myself a, a new set of glasses, and a new set of uh, prescription sunglasses, a, a new set of uh, prescription eyeglasses, and I'm, I'm telling you folks, uh, when I say that they get make quality glasses, I'm not kidding. Uh, and with them, the great thing about PainGlasses.com is that you don't have to sacrifice quality for a good price. They sell high quality frames, uh, high quality uh, sun and eyeglasses um, on their website for factory cost, folks. They're they're changing the world with this helping people not have to pay five hundred dollars to get transition lenses the other day uh because i recently got sponsored i was given a credit and i used it and i bought myself a pair of uh, a third pair of glasses because now i've I, i have the clear ones i've got the dark ones and then in the mail is will be the uh transition ones and they're all the exact same pair of glasses. So for the clear lenses, after uh, taxes before shipping, folks, it was $9. That's it, $9 for my glasses plus shipping. And when I got my sunglasses, folks, that was uh, $22, I believe, uh, before shipping, after taxes. My transition glasses were $66, and I'm telling you, they're the best glasses I've ever owned. I believe in this company so much, I reached out to them, not the other way around. I said, hey, will you please uh, consider working with the Dewey Show? And they were kind enough to do that, and I'm very proud to have painglasses.com as a sponsor of today's episode. All right, let's get back into it. I was fortunate that I was when I was young, in spite of my father, I led a pretty uh, happy, happy life. I've got great memories uh, from growing up. Uh, I don't know, you know, I, I look at everything as kind of a uh, an important thing. So many things have happened in my life. I, you know, I worked in the music business and I was able to get somebody a uh, 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 an actual record deal. I represented him, got him a record deal. Wow. Uh, you know, I've had some, uh, what else? I actually, you know, what I thought was really fun 15 years ago, I did five podcasts when podcasts weren't anything, they just came out. I thought it was a good idea and I got to produce and create these podcasts and they were nothing like what I'm doing now. That was, you know, when I get to do what I want to do and find some success in it, uh, 
almost everything I've ever been involved in, like going into the music business or going into business in general or doing podcasts, when I get to do it and I find some success, that is probably my greatest joy. I like taking something from nothing and turning it into something, whether it's big or small, the fact that I got to do it and I accomplished what I was going after. You know, that's the same thing with TikTok. When I went on TikTok, everybody said, you're fucking crazy. Why would you even do that? Nobody's going to listen to you. I said, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. That was a great joy to me to have some success there. Same with the podcast. That was more reasonable for me to do because I have so much time in radio. Uh, But people said the same thing. Yeah, nobody's going to listen. Well, turns out they did listen. So when I can come up with something in my head and say, I want to do it, and then I follow it through and actually do it. Those are probably my happiest times personally over and above my family. Well, I got to say this. Uh, it was an absolute honor uh, to a be on your podcast and uh, be uh, have you on here. Uh, like I said, you're, one of the folks who you're part of the biggest reason why I was like, you know what? I got to stand up and start saying something. And I thought that people would be like, I don't want to listen to this slow talking idiot, but I was wrong. <laughs> oh, you, you know? were, yeah, definitely. I, I listened to you. And, and uh, I mean, I think everybody has something to say and I think we're foolish not to listen to as many people as possible. Um, most of what I talk about, I learned from other people whether it be you or the news or whatever I research or another creator, I learn a lot. And then, you know, when, when you listen to somebody like you, what that causes me to do, but that's interesting. Now I'm going to dig into it, research it and find what it is. So people like you and the news are really great sources of tips. I usually dig out the information for myself. So I know what I'm talking about, but if it wasn't for people like you or other creators, I wouldn't know shit. I take the well, time to look into it. Well, and uh, I think that once you pass, once you gain a following, whether it's 10 people or 10 million people, you have a responsibility to be honest. And that is something that nobody can say that you have not been consistently honest because you have. And I, I mean, this is this was my stance right when it was probably you probably started tiktok with when covid came out right yeah it was somewhere in november of 2020 yeah november 2020 so yeah like uh i i just got on there like everybody else did my friend kept texting me links to tiktok videos i was like fine i'll download the son of a bitch and thing and i just got hooked i yeah. loved it I did too. And, I watched it for about three months before I ever did one. <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you made an excellent point. You talked about responsibility and whether it be the TikToks or the podcast, you know, I started doing the podcast every night and, and then I didn't want to do that, but then I got a lot of back backlash for it. You know, you should do it more. And, and it made sense and it wasn't that hard for me to do, but whether it be TikToks or the podcast now, because I have a following, I have a responsibility to those people. A lot Absolutely. of times, a lot of times creators will come out, they'll get a big following and they'll say, now I can do anything because they'll love me no matter what. And I refuse to do that. There's a reason why people watch me on TikTok and listen to the podcast. And it's my responsibility to give it to them and to be there when they need me to be there. So 
what I've really done is in spite of the fact I'm not making any money, I give, I've given myself more responsibility because I feel I owe it to whoever's watching or listening. Well, and you know, I'm glad that there are more of uh, people like us who agree on the same, a lot of the same things. I mean, of course there's going to be a few, like I was listening to a book, for example, uh, that Jimmy Carter wrote, and it was about his, uh, how he tried to uh, use peace in the White House and diplomacy to get through things rather rather than war. And uh, every time I get into a fight, I hear this in my head. Um, no matter uh, no matter where you are or who you're talking to, you can always use diplomacy. You can always use it. Even if you're mad at your mama, you can use it with your mama. Diplomacy is the key to everything. And I I just started using his uh, steps of diplomacy in my personal life, and it, it does improve stuff personally yeah. if you well, use diplomacy. And I think that you're really good at doing that. If someone's genuine with you, because I've I've listened to your podcast and you have a section where you answer questions, um, and if somebody's genuinely asking you a question, you will not treat them like dirt. Like a lot of people no, uh, of who not. are pretentious will be like, "Come on, fuck off," kind of thing. But you yeah. give it the time and effort to you know give them a real explanation if you feel like they're being genuine. When you read that that comment I made to you in the beginning of the podcast uh, about a note you sent to me and you, you read mine and, and, you know, it was fairly thoughtful for an idiot like me, but I was thinking to myself, <laughs> I knew I didn't, but I was thinking to myself, what if I said, get away from me, kid, you bug me, you know, the old WC. <laughs> I was just waiting for that to hit me in the face, but I, I know I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I I think I probably would have laughed <laughs> if I did if I ever did that it would be in jest as a joke of I, course I, of course I tend to joke about things that take people by surprise <laughs> I, 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 I'll, t- I'll tell you a little a little tip and this has worked for me for years I am the consummate smartass I am a smartass but when you're a smart ass, everybody thinks everything you say is a joke. So I can say things I mean to people, get it off my chest, and they go, oh, you're just so funny. <laughs> oh, that's so, the, the way to do it. Yes, yeah, it is. So you can you're a fucking like, idiot. Oh, oh you're yeah, crazy. My. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You silly fucking dumbass fucking kooky <laughs> son of a bitch. And they're like, oh. I, I need to start doing that, Mike. I think I might steal that move from you, Seth. Absolutely. If you listen to this, pause it, and then don't listen to the rest. This is between Mike and myself. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I'm 62. I, I learned some shit. Well, and I mean, today you taught me a lot of things. Um, and, you know, over on his, uh, on Mike's podcast, the Rational Boomer podcast, you got to go over there. Um Check him out. It's really worth it. He's on he's on your platform, so just check it out. Um, we talked about the debt ceiling, uh, whether they would default. We talked about uh, my background um, in taxes and things of that nature. Yeah, and, we had a good uh, conversation. Yeah, we talked about Donald Trump. We talked about what 
we both think is going to happen. And it, it was a great episode. It's been, it was definitely my favorite because I'm very, at first I'm very anxious to talk to someone I haven't, you know, had a face-to-face conversation with, but I've interviewed congressmen. I've interviewed people who are running for Congress. And um, once you kind of break that ice, everything's a lot better and it goes a lot easier, you know. Um, but you definitely should check out uh, my Rational Boomer on TikTok. Uh, I, I'll put all of his information in my link uh, in the uh, description of today's episode. So uh, be sure to go check him out. And uh, I'm going to uh, stop recording Mike, and then I'm going to unplug my microphone and then plug my charger in. So. Okay, sounds uh, good. I appreciate you being on the show today. I'm glad you had me. I had a good time. 